When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to Hemp Present. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Present about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. Welcome to Hemp Present, a weekly radio show where you can get your PhD in THC because you don't just want to burn it, you want to learn it. Seeking to defeat prohibition one interview at a time and advocating for the plant, the whole plant, and nothing but the plant. Join us for weekly radio rendezvous with some of the principal risk takers, movers, and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. I'm your host, Vivian McPeak. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest, in its 24th year found at hempfest.org. I'm also the author of the book Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest from AHA Publishing. Transmitting from a fortified bunker under a ramshackle reefer radio warren at an undisclosed location deep within the bubbling bowels of underground TH Seattle, my goal is to spread the green flame of 420 truth in 30-minute increments. Today's guest on Hemp Present is grower, author, and activist extraordinaire Rick Simpson, who will be joining me in a few minutes. Rick is a retired power engineer who worked for 25 years in the medical system in Canada. In the 1970s, he was driving his car in his native Nova Scotia when a radio report came on about a study that found marijuana reduced cancerous tumors in mice. Specifically, researchers at the University of Virginia had found that several chemicals in marijuana acted against both cancerous tissue taken from mice and on cancerous tissue in the mice. And that was around the same time that his cousin, who was like a brother to Simpson, was diagnosed with cancer. Rick's cousin went the traditional route with treatment, and Rick watched his cousin quickly decline in health, dying a mere three months later. Then, a full 20 years after Simpson heard that radio report about cannabinoids slowing the growth of tumors in mice, he was working in the boiling room of a hospital when he suffered a concussion. For years afterwards, Rick had headaches, ringing in the ears, and trouble sleeping. He was prescribed a host of pharmaceutical drugs, but all they did was produce unwanted side effects. Then, in the late 90s, he saw a documentary, Reefer Madness 2, and info he gleaned from that experience convinced him to try to treat his symptoms with cannabis oil. But his doctor wouldn't prescribe him marijuana, so he had to grow his own. In desperation, Rick Simpson turned to the use of cannabis extracts, which he produced himself. He says he quickly found what he considers the greatest natural medicine on earth. Just small oral applications of oil the size of a single grain of rice brought Simpson's blood pressure down, his pain subsided, and he was getting eight hours of uninterrupted sleep. 
restful sleep being one of the most critical components to our body's own ability to heal. Within a few months, he says, people saw the difference. In 2003, Simpson had a facial spot removed and biopsied. When two more spots appeared, he decided to apply some hemp oil to a bandage which he placed over the two skin lesions, and a few days later, he says they were gone. The biopsy had confirmed that the original spot removed was basal skin cancer. After seeing these amazing effects, Rick began supplying his friends and neighbors in his community with his oily cannabis concoction. To his amazement, just about everyone had some kind of good result to report, and it was not just people with cancer. Folks reporting that their arthritis was better. In fact, people with other pain-related conditions were improving, and they were all sleeping through the night for the first time in weeks, maybe months. Even his own mother was reporting that her psoriasis had improved. Stunned by the dramatic improvement that the cannabis oil brought, Rick reported the news to his doctor, who wanted to hear nothing of it. Simpson then went to the traditional cancer-treating institutions, who wouldn't even talk to him. A friend and ally took the good news to the Canadian Legion and was swiftly booted out of the organization. Simpson had his home raided multiple times, having over 2,600 cannabis plants taken by the RCMP, yet he still continued to produce the oil and offer it to others free of charge. Since that time, Rick Simpson has taken his story to the world. He's currently located in Croatia, the Balkans, and Europe, and Simpson is forbidden to enter the United States due to his Canadian criminal convictions he received for cultivating cannabis and dispensing medicine to his community. But they can't stop Rick's voice from entering American airspace, and it gives me great pleasure to welcome Rick Simpson to the show today. Hey, Rick, how you doing, bro? I'm doing just fine, brother, and I'm very happy to be with you. Welcome to Present on Cannabis Radio. I know it's 11 o'clock p.m. there. Did I get everything right on my intro? More or less, there's a little bit, you know, there's a little bit more that could have been added here and there, but you did a good job, brother. Very good. Thanks, man. I want to tell you, as the 2001 High Times Magazine Freedom Fighter of the Year, I congratulate you, Rick, on your designation as the 2009 High Times Freedom Fighter. We're both in very auspicious company, and I'm honored by the association. You have become a true cannabis folk hero in your own time, or should I say toke hero, as well as a very controversial figure within the international cancer treatment industry and a virtual global informational force to be reckoned with. Rick, can you give us a little background and tell us how you were introduced to cannabis initially? Were you a a 1960s counterculture true believer who smoked pot recreationally or were you a non-believer who experienced a (laughs) conversion or was it somewhere in the middle? I was one of those backwards people that I actually never started smoking cannabis until I was about 35 years old. I used to be the guy with the beer bottle in my hand, but around around the age of 35, the hangovers got to be too much, so I switched to cannabis, but I, I didn't look at it at that time like a medicine. I just looked at it recreationally. It was quite a few years later that I found out the true healing powers. You know, the acronym RSO stands for Rick Simpson Oil, and in dispensaries across the land, you can see products of various colors and viscosities made with various extraction methods marketed as RSO. In the same way that Kleenex has kind of come to represent any company's facial tissue paper, RSO has become a moniker applied by many to any form of hemp oil. But you've got very strict guidelines by which the oil must be made from, requiring buds, not sun leaves, and with very specific mm-hmm. instructions regarding solvents. How do you feel about the mischaracterization of some cannabis oils being made by different means as RSO? Well, I'm I'm horrified that my name is being misused in this manner. I mean, it wasn't me that that started calling it the RSO. That uh, <laughs> that was Jack Hare himself who gave it the name, you know. And then it just picked up from there. But you know, I mean, there's so many people out there. They're you know producing oil now, and they're all saying that they're they're producing the Rick Simpson oil. But I I have no connection with any of these people. I mean, there's even organizations that say 
that I'm affiliated with them. And some people are even pretending to be me. You know, it's totally it's totally ridiculous what I see going on right now. And, you know, it, it horrifies me that so many people are being ripped off because, you know, like when when Jack gave it the, the name Rick Simpson oil, that all of this, all that really means is just that it's the highest grade medicinal oil possible. You know, but I mean, so many people are producing lower quality oils, you know, from the leaves and small buds. And they just don't have the potency of the buds, you know, of the of the oils or extracts from the bud itself, you know. So it, it it really bothers me that all of this is taking place, but there's little or nothing I can do to stop it. Well, maybe we can clear a little bit of that up today. What do you recommend people use as a solvent, or does that depend? Well, it's really any pure solvent. I mean, there, there's many methods you can use to produce the oil. As a matter of fact, I've come up with new methods now that you can produce the oil with no solvents at all. That information is up on my website at phoenixtears.ca. But in Canada, I use what they call naphtha, which is hexane and pentane. It's, uh, you know, it worked out well as a solvent, 99% isopropyl alcohol. You know, and actually my favorite solvent was ether, but, but the ether is quite hard to get, you know, and it's very expensive. And alcohol is quite expensive, too. But you see, the naphtha was available, like I used to buy it in 45-gallon drums right from the fuel supplier. So it used to work out to around $10 a gallon at that time. And so that, you know, it was a very reasonable price for the solvent, and it did an excellent job, you know, in producing these extracts. But, uh, I mean, I can't speak for other methods. You know, there's CO2 extractions and so many other different ways of doing this. But I do know, I mean, these, you know, using the solvents that I used, that's, you know, I produce these extracts and it's these extracts that have given, given this oil its reputation as being such a wonderful healer for all diseases like cancer, multiple sclerosis, AIDS, arthritis, anything to do with chronic pain. It's, I've called this oil a cure-all and I don't call it a cure-all for no good reason. As a matter of fact, I mean, history even calls cannabis a panacea and uh, I think it's, it's really... The last few decades, I mean, since our, our corrupted governments outlawed the use of this plant, I really feel that this has been the darkest chapter in man's history. Because when you, when you take a medicine away that people need to heal, that's called genocide. And this is going on worldwide, you know, everywhere you go. It's on, going on worldwide. And it's just a horror story to see all of these people suffering and dying and all of these ridiculous laws in place. I mean, anybody that looks at this subject, if you study the subject at all for just a short time, you soon find out that all of these laws and, and regulations, they were all put in place with the use of corruption. Cannabis never hurt anybody, for God's sakes, you know, but it was all about the money. So uh, this is the reason we're all suffering and dying. And I know it's happening now everywhere. I mean, one country after another is legalizing it, but... At present, there's so many people in there trying to control it. You know, what I'm fighting for is everyone's right. We should all, I mean, this is a God-given natural plant. We should all have the right to grow this plant and use it, especially for medicinal purposes. And nobody has the right to stop us. You know, but I, I mean, as long as uh, the public is going to sit there and be docile and not stand up for their rights, then our governments and the big money who stands in the background that actually runs our governments and just about everything else in our world, I mean, they're just going to continue on with this. So I, I think, you know, what I'm trying to do is raise awareness and, and get everybody, you know, off their Chesterfields. Stand up, you know, for your, for your loved ones, your children, 
you know, that what this medicine can do is beyond belief until, you know, once you work with this, you know, these extracts, you soon realize, like, well, you more or less become your own doctor in a very short time. And you see a medicine here that is harmless, non-addictive, and will work basically in any medical situation. It's the best medicine that anyone can take. Rick, quickly, because we've got to go to a break, some have criticized you for calling your oil hemp oil rather than cannabis oil, but those people apparently don't realize that hemp is the name of the entire genus of cannabis, not just industrial strains. Can you uh, comment on that? Well, yes, I have had problems like that. Matter of fact, I, I got a, a letter from, I think it was a group of five different hemp seed oil producers, and they said that I was the worst thing that ever happened to the cannabis movement. <laughs> you know, I mean, farmers all through history grew this plant and they called it hemp. So when I produced the essential oil from, from that plant, what else would you call it? The, the problem is with the hemp seed oil producers, they call what, the, you know, what they're selling hemp oil, but if you turn the, the bottle around on the back label, it says cold pressed hemp seed oil. So it's them, you know, it's these hemp seed oil producers that are mislabeling their product. It should say hemp seed oil on the front. You know, there has been a, quite a big mix up, you know, uh, over this. And I, I believe me, I, I'm all in favor of hemp seed oil, too. It's, it's wonderful. It's good for cardiovascular, but, you know, and things of that nature. But it, it does not contain the healing cannabinoids. They, these cannabinoids are, you know, they, they come onto the, well, actually, they, as the plant grows, then it puts on these resins, and these resins are what can contain the healing cannabinoids. So hemp seed oil does not have near the healing powers that the real oil from, or the real essential oil from the hemp plant itself has. We are talking to Rick Simpson on Hemp Present on CannabisRadio.com. We're going to take a quick pause for the cause because there's flaws and laws and come right back with Rick Simpson. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. MJWellness.com the largest medical marijuana community in the world. Connect with thousands of patients, doctors, industry leaders, and businesses through shared personal experiences along our worldwide network. Discover new therapies and benefits with content tailored to you. Come grow your network on mjwellness.com. You're not alone. Your wellness matters. Learn, live, and thrive. Check out mjwellness.com today. Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis plans for owners just like you to insure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full-service insurance services, ranging from commercial to bonds, to personal, from life to health, and more. Contact the team at CarterInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. Contact Karen and the team at Carter Insurance at 1-844-421-3560. That's 844-421-3560. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. 
Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing cannabis radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio, and we're talking to Rick Simpson, who's all the way in Croatia. Rick, you attained international notoriety due to an internet video titled Run From The Cure, which you produced with filmmaker Christian Lorette. How did that come about? Did you ever think you'd end up being a household name in the medical marijuana movement and industry? (laughs) No, that was never my aim. Well, actually, we put out the website, phoenixtears.ca. We put that site up back in 2004, and we were getting some attention. But after I went, you know, I was charged in 2005, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police had me up on charges, which, again, was ridiculous. But in 2007, I met Christian Lorette, and together we we were able to put this, this wonderful documentary together. And it's, I mean, it's been watched now by hundreds of millions of people all over the world, and, you know, and people seen the truth in, you know, in, in the documentary that we presented. So I'm, I'm very pleased, you know, with the, with the results that, you know, this documentary has achieved. You know, there, there's so much involved with this movement. You know, it's like shows like this, uh, you know, like people that are out there on the front line spreading the word, spreading the truth. This is what we need. This is what I want people to understand. Like, you know, your, your government is not working for you. They're working for the rich guy in the background, the guy that stands behind, you know, in the shadows. And uh, this is truly a horror story because, like I said, this plant belongs to us all. And it doesn't belong to any government or any pharmaceutical company. And no government has the right to control its use in any way. Because I'm just like Jack Hare. You know, Jack Hare said himself that he didn't know if cannabis would save the world, but he did know that it's the only thing that can. And I agree with Jack wholeheartedly. This is the plant we need to change everything. It can, you know, it can end starvation. It can supply our energy needs, our medicines. You know, you can make over 50,000 different things with this plant. And basically everything we need in our day-to-day lives can be produced from durable, long-lasting hemp. You know, and it's renewable and sustainable. I, I honestly believe that, you know, if we could get this legalized, or I want the laws, I don't want it legalized, I want the laws repealed take these absurd laws and throw them in a trash can. But once we do that, we can put people back on the land, you know, growing the hemp, and then we can have so many hemp-based industries. I, I really think that this plant could end unemployment, you know, and it detoxifies the earth. It gives us a sensible way of living. We're using up the, the natural resources on this planet at such an alarming rate, you know, the burning the fossil fuels and driving the CO2 levels up and then you have things like events like Fukushima. I mean, we're literally killing the planet that we need to exist. And I honestly, from everything I've studied, hemp offers us the only viable solution. Yeah, it really feels like a war against the natural world, doesn't it, Rick? It is. It is. You I mean, know, they're, uh, they're Codex Elementaris, outlawing of the natural, you know, genetic modification, chemtrails. I mean, they're, they're yeah. killing us, for God's sakes. I mean, especially in North America. I think the food supply here in Europe is much safer, but I, I, when I was back in Canada, I, I was afraid to go to the grocery store because I knew that every, basically everything in there, you know, pesticides, growth hormones, uh, antibiotics, none of the food 
in the grocery store. I, I didn't consider any of it to be safe to eat. You know, so I, I, I agree with you, there's, Rick. There's, agree, there's a real problem. There really is. Rick Simpson, you attempted several times to report your extensive anecdotal findings about cannabis oil to mainstream cancer-treating institutions, but they all slammed the door in your face. What do you think's going on here? Do you think that they even want to find a cure? No. No, I'm convinced now. I mean, back in 2003, when I started passing this oil out to other people, and I contacted every political party in Canada. I went to two federal ministers of health. I went to Dr. David Suzuki, who put out that uh, Reefer Madness episode on his show, The Nature of Things. We went to the Cancer Society. We even took this to the United Nations. You know, it's the same rich people that are controlling all of these organizations. You know, so it, the, this is the problem. They're milking us for everything they can get. I mean, you know, you, you know, we go out and we buy these stupid allopathic medicines. I mean, medicine from chemicals and poisons. And then they have the whole world trained you know, if you get cancer, well, then you've got to take chemo and radiation. Well, you know, we all know that chemotherapy and radiation are they're cancer-causing. They're carcinogenic. Yeah. So they're using cancer-causing treatments to treat our cancer. I mean, the whole medical system, as far as I'm concerned, when I look at the medical system today, all of this allopathic medicine, the doctors are all breaking their own Hippocratic Oath, and they know it. Because the Hippocratic Oath states, first do no harm. And it also states, as a doctor, I shall not administer poison. So what do these doctors of today think that they're doing? You know, I mean, there's the problem. And, you know, and the doctors are actually being forced to do this by the regulations that our government's put in place. So, I mean, the whole thing is just corrupted from top to bottom. You know, this is the reason I say I, I want to see the people stand up for their rights. And that's all we have to do. Unite, you know, just unite. And with one voice, tell our governments that we've had enough of this nonsense. Because literally, when you see the healing power of this plant, you know, and you, and you produce these extracts, then you, you'll realize the same thing that I did. This is the only medicine that can give us a future. And it's the only, really, it's the only medicine, well, it's natural medicines like this that doctors should be prescribing if they yeah. want to, you know, if they want to go by their Hippocratic Oath. I've been thinking one of the only negatives about cannabis is that it might cause a population explosion because it saves so many people's lives in the future. <laughs> You're quite right, brother. <laughs> so do you feel, that, do you feel that genuine RSO can be produced using sativa or ruderalis strains, or do you strictly prefer the more intoxicating indica strains for your medical oil? Well, I, I always go with the indicas because the indicas, they, they, you know, they provide the, you know, that sleepy, sedative feeling. They, you know, they make you sleep, and, and sleep and rest are part of the healing process. Yep. As far as sativas go, I, you know, if you want to make a sativa oil and use it for exterior things like skin cancers or severe burns or psoriasis or, or things of that nature, that's fine. But if you take a, if a lot of these sativa strains are very, very energizing. And if you try to ingest a sativa oil, then, uh, you know, you could find that a lot of these patients will, will suffer a great deal of discomfort because it has that, like the energizing effect is almost unbelievable with some of these strains. You're literally right. bouncing off the walls. It can even cause and, some anxiety in folks that aren't used to it. Oh, yes. You know, and that's the reason I always say, you know, produce the oils from the heavy sedative, you know, indica strains. Those make the best medicines by far. As far as ruderalis goes, well, that's more of a more industrial hemp. And I've really had nothing, I've never had anything to do with Ruderalis, so I'll stick with my Indicas. 
Rick, here in Washington State, the tremendous momentum that we forged for medical marijuana over the last 15, 20 years, it's been eviscerated by the state's penchant for recreational marijuana's tax revenue. They're pretty much destroying medical marijuana here for recreational. Are you concerned that the lust for quick tax revenues from recreational marijuana will eclipse medical marijuana in other states? Well, I'm concerned that they're looking at cannabis as being a cash cow. I mean, these are the same governments and political parties who outlawed the use of this wonderful plant many decades ago. And now they're bringing it back because they're, they're being forced to, basically, because people are becoming aware of the wonderful healing effects this plant has. So these governments are being forced to legalize the, the use of cannabis for medicinal purposes at the very least. And now they want to reach in and get as much tax out of it as they can. I mean, I I honestly think that we should go back and I think we should take the money from the people that stole it from us. You know, the the big bankers, the, the, the ones that stand in the background, like the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, Warburgs, you know, these are the enemy. And they, you know, and they've been committing crimes against us for, you know, for decades. And I mean, if I rob a bank, I don't get to keep the proceeds, do I? So I think we should take these people into a common law court and, you know, I'm not saying to put them in jail, but make them admit their guilt and take all of this money and power away from them. Leave them enough money to live out their lives. But then I think I'm not talking about a new world order. I'm, I'm against that. But I do think it may be that it's, it is possibly time for like a world council to run this planet. You know, somebody from each region representing, you know, their constituents on a world council and doing it with an open book policy to the public. Nothing hidden anymore. No backroom meetings and take all of these, all of this money and resources and distribute it all over the world. Help everyone. You know, this is what this is what should be done. And I've openly said that I would never pay tax, you know, on cannabis, because to me, it's ridiculous. This this is this is our plant. So why are we paying corrupted government's tax? Rick, you know, you mentioned Jack Herrer, who attended every hemp fest except the year he had his stroke. I believe he was initially uh, viewed your claims of skepticism, but he made a full conversion and became a huge supporter of yours. Did you ever meet Jack? Were you friends? Oh, Jack and I were, well, we were very dear friends, but the only time, I've never met Jack in person. We spent hundreds of hours talking to each other on the phone. We were like birds of a feather. I mean, Jack, what, what Jack said and what I said was basically the same thing. Jack told me himself, he's, when he watched Run From The Cure, he told me, he said, Rick, it was like being run over by a Mack truck. You know, because he said, I, you know, he said, I should have realized myself. You know, and he said, the minute I seen Run From The Cure, I knew it was all true. And as a matter of fact, if you look back in The Emperor Wears No Clothes, right in the medical section, it says right there, it was effective on tumors. Well, tumors are cancer, <laughs> you know. So it, uh, it, was, I, it was one of the highlights of my life, you know, getting to know Jack. And I have great respect for that man. I, I wish he was still here to witness what was happening, you know, what's happening today. Because Jack knew the same as I did, that this is the only way that we're ever going to have this plant, you know, made legal again. You know, the hemp movement has been running around blowing smoke in people's faces for decades. And these groups like Normal have been pretending they've been trying to get this legalized. You know, I mean, it's like I said, all of these laws are based in corruption. And here you've got all these legal eagles with Normal and they can't get rid of these laws that in reality, they're not even real laws. So what have they been doing? You know, I mean, it's, everybody's milking this for whatever they can get out of it. But it's like I said, this, this plant belongs to the public. If it was grown properly as a farm crop, the way it should be and the way it was all through history, then you could go out and you could buy a pound of good cannabis bud for about 10 bucks, And that's the way it should be. 
We are speaking to Rick Simpson, author, grower, activist extraordinaire. We'll be right back. We'll take a quick pause for the cause, listen to our sponsors, and we'll be back for our final questions for Rick Simpson. Stay with us. Time to roll out for the people that let us hemp present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Dr. Dabber, hurry. Its temperature is shooting past 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up. I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct. Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber, doctor's orders. Less heat, (laughs) more flavor. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. Chronicling the latest cannabis industry news and headlines. Well, with four states with tax and regulate and the District of Columbia. The state of cannabis. Oh, my God, it's refreshing. We have people that generally wouldn't speak on behalf of cannabis for fear of retribution, fear of losing your practices, fear of of many of those things, and and find ourselves in in a a place that we finally can. Bringing you fact-based news and views and keeping listeners on the pulse of what's happening in the industry today. The State of Cannabis. On demand anytime, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we are back on Hemp Present on Cannabis Radio with Rick Simpson. Rick, gosh, I could spend hours talking to you, man. You're such a kindred spirit. You've really started a grass fire across the land, and, and you've challenged the very foundations of traditional treatments for a variety of diseases and symptoms. Thank you so much for taking time to talk with us today, all the way from Croatia. Voila, which is my bad creation for thank you. How can people find out more, including info about your two books, Phoenix Tears, The Rick Simpson Story, and Phoenix Tears, Rick Simpson Oil, Nature's Answer for Cancer? Well, both of those books are available on my website at phoenixtears.ca. The income from these books, I'm using this to carry on this crusade, and I'm hoping in the future that, you know, the sale of these books will help, you know, with further research into this, because I want to get this medicine perfected, you know, to even higher levels than it is right now. And I know I already know how to do this. I just need the funding to do it. I encourage people to buy the books, and, uh, and I, you know, and we've had good reports back, and, and people seem to enjoy them, especially my first book. Well, both books actually uncover the ugly truth. But when you read the first book that I put out, you know, Rick Sim- or Phoenix Tears, the Rick Simpson story, it lays the whole system bare before your very eyes. You know, the news media, the governments, you know, the legal system, medical system, all of it. It's all working against us. And they've been lying to us for decades. So, you know, I mean, I think it's time that the public, you know, awaken to that fact. You know, like I said, this is the only thing this, this plant can give us a future. And it's not just about ourselves right now. You know, it's about our children and our grandchildren. Do we really want to lead this world in the mess it's in at the present time? And if we don't stand up and fix it, do you actually think that these people are going to? 
I mean, we, we, you can't trust these people as far as you can throw them. They, they proved that. You know, so I, I think it's time that, you know, we had honest governments, you know, running the show. And, and like I said, and, you know, governments, the trouble today is people are afraid of governments. It should be the other way around. Governments should be afraid of the people. You know, the I people agree. are the power in any country. All I they agree, have to Rick. do is unite. I think that's a great place to leave it. I want to thank you so much for being on Him Present on Cannabis Radio. You are forced to be reckoned with against the farce of prohibition. You take care, my brother. Thank you. It was a pleasure being with you guys. All right. Take care, bro. Okay, bye-bye. I want to get to a weekly feature on Him Present on Cannabis Radio, and that's the quote of the week, and here it is. The illegality of marijuana rests less on what it is than what it represents. Nature, descent, introspection. It's not marijuana, the mildly psychotropic weed we condemn, but marijuana, the nemesis of the state, and that's Ronald Reagan Jr., that concludes this installment of Him Present on Cannabis Radio. I want to thank my man in the control room, Brasco, my brave sponsors and producers. Join me next week for my guest, headshot mogul, activist, publisher, and reform effort founder, Michael Kleinman. Because when it comes to prohibition, you have the right not to remain silent. Activism requires a voice, so find yours and speak up for justice. Until then, stay strong, stand tall, and take it easy. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.